So you saw the title of this podcast and you clicked on it. And I'm pretty sure you thought to yourself, I wonder what kind of freaky, disgusting, nasty, kinky shit I could possibly learn today. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. But this podcast isn't just about sex. It's about things that I think are sexy. And who am I? Well, I'm your gracious host, V the Only Letter. And we're going to talk about a variety of topics on this podcast, like uh, politics, religion, sex, and smegma. Yeah, we're going to talk about dick cheese. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thanks. Candy, what's up? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? These are the most, uh, these are like the genuine, when I have people come on the on the podcast and stuff like that, and before we record, they're always just like, you know, I'm nervous. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I'm like, don't worry about it. And then everybody, I'm, you know, I go, I say, three, two, one, hi. And they just start giggling. Giggling, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And it's not my first time doing this. I did a radio show before when I was in college. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so but, it's like, you, yeah. I mean, this is kind of like, oh, okay, this is cute. Right. You know? You're but, right. <laughs> but, you know, the first impression is just like, <sighs> like, what do you say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what do you say? You be like, hi. And you be like, <clears throat> yeah. And he's got that <clears throat> thing. And you're, and you're like, hi. <sighs> It's awkward for me because I right. mean, like, I'm the person that's like, I gotta curate this thing and I gotta introduce you and I gotta right. think about little shit. But I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's just go. Yeah, let's just dive in. All those other nuances don't matter. It really doesn't. Uh, guys, my name is Vidi Only Letter. I'm your host of the Oh That Sexy podcast, and I have my friend here, Candy. Yay! <laughs> for the drink of the episode, because we we kind of had a, a really good conversation flowing before we got started. For the drink of the episode, we are sipping Behringer Red Moscato. It's so good. It's good. I'm so happy. Yeah, let me let me pour <laughs> yeah. you another glass. Yes, please. Cause I, you know I have a drink of the episode for every single um everything. So oh, the, you do that so cute. Yeah, yeah. Some people like uh, we had water one time. Water. Was, just water. Well, I had my I had my trainer on here. Oh. And so he was just like, of course he doesn't drink. Drink, right. And then he's just looking at me like, motherfucker, if you drink, you know, I'm going to beat your ass. So mm. I was just like, all right, I'm definitely not going to do that. And then sometimes we'll have like tea. Sometimes we'll have like, oh, usually like a whole lot. I definitely want to be on one of the tea ones. I yeah, love the tea. tea one, yeah, the tea ones, uh, tea uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to bring that in. Especially because it's getting cold. Oh, definitely. What? Definitely. So and most of the time we usually have like alcohol like we'll have like whiskey or something like that or whatever well i know oh. you love you some whiskey god everybody that's your knows shit it. oh man i love that <laughs> shit can't get enough so i already kind of gave you a premise about what we're going to talk about we're mm-hmm. definitely going to get there yeah <laughs> but we had a discussion about 
how did we get to this point? We got to the point about where you said you were seeing an individual. Oh, no, no, no. How did we get there? Fuck, I forgot. It was kind of, it basically is like low-key laws of attraction. Okay. Bet. That, that's kind of where we were going. Let's stop. Let's start right there. We're not even going to start. Stop. We're going to go right there. Laws of attraction. You stated that you believe that, how can I put this? Women lust for men more than men lust for women. No, not lust. Not lust. Invest. Women invest, invest more in men than men invest in women. Yeah. Emotionally. Uh, Emotionally. I, 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 okay. Women catch feelings for men quicker than I debate men that. Do. And here's why I debate that. Men fall in love with you the minute they literally see you. What? They do. Men, whether it's lust or whether it's love, there is a growing attraction the minute a guy physically finds you appeasing to look at. Yeah, but that's just physical attraction. I'm talking about emotional attachment. They, they in, Here's the thing about men. Society has told men to not show emotions. In a way that makes you look feminine, feminine, mm-hmm. soft, mm-hmm. irrational. Mm-hmm. So we're brought up in a way where it's like, I'm not allowed to tell you, like, I miss you or I really want to cuddle with you. That is. But OK. And I mean, maybe I'm just like a crazy person or something. Because Highly like that. that shit is like. But if you're on this podcast, you're kind of semi-crazy. So <laughs> you got to be a little bit crazy <laughs> just, to fuck with it. Right. That's how could, it is. That's, that's, that's a sad I mean, fact. how long have we been friends now? How many years has it been? Yeah, Jesus. And I'm pretty loose. Yeah. You're a wild boy. Allegedly. On the low low. On the low. On the low low. Yeah. I'm very charming when you first meet me. But oh, then, yeah. Like, then you meet the beast. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> enough of me. So, so. <laughs> so, when. An emotional investment is usually started for men the minute that they see you. The minute that it takes that gumption and that courage to just to say hi. For some guys, they don't give a fuck. Right. But and so then maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me then. Because like other than like my last ex-boyfriend. Yeah. I've never really dealt with anybody who was in touch with their emotions enough as a man to say those things or to do those things or to do those actions. Like, my ex was very, very open with me, very, very emotionally vulnerable with me, and I loved that. That was what made me fall in love with him more. Right. Was, like, the fact that he was okay to cry in front of me and he didn't feel less of a man because he did that. Or because he told me, you know, come here, I want to cuddle with you. Or that he loves me every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is great. Yeah, it is. That that affirmation as a woman, being with a man who knows what he wants and knows how he feels and isn't afraid to express that is, like, a God gift to a woman. Like, you can't ask for anything more than that as a female. No. Because, like you said... Society has made it that men can't be vulnerable. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly, with that whole idea. Mm. They need to throw that whole shit in the trash. Like, gender roles, I don't really believe in them. I don't think it's fair. I don't see why. A man is a human being just like a woman is. Yeah. Why can't he feel? Why can't he be emotional? Because you know what? Some women some women feel that if a male is emotional, it's... um. I think the problem is that 
that some women look for males for leadership. And I can understand that aspect of where you want to be with a man to kind of lead you to right, a place. like a man's man, a type, like a, a macho, exactly. Kind of like he knows masculine. where he's gonna go, he knows where he's not gonna go. I mean, yes, but that doesn't mean that he can't have feelings. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like, see, they 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 want to separate the two, and they want to make one seem bad, and the other seem like a typical male goes right. and does. And this. I feel like, and that's what I'm saying is that I feel like that's bullshit. I feel like people need to learn how to erase those things because I'm like, there are so many men, especially in the black community or the color community that are damaged because of that emotionally damaged. And I've dealt with a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm. these men are afraid to, 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 they have to be hard all the time. They have to be on all the time. Why? Why? Doesn't that get exhausting for you? Like I can't be hard all the time. Neither can I. That shit is like, <laughs> I can't. It takes up all my energy. It takes up all my time. I can't do it. To and be I'm, that angry twenty four hours all like, the time. To yeah. be that hurt all the time. Yeah. And I'm somebody who suffers from depression and anxiety. So I can't afford to be on all the time. I'll end up in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? How do you go through every day? Just like recently, I met this guy who's been trying to talk to me. And quite frankly, I had no interest in him because I just knew what kind of person he is right out the bat. And I already knew that he was going to be somebody that I don't get along with or, as I like to say, speak the same language. Mm-hmm. And we were having a conversation and he's like, oh, you know, like, I really want you. I want to be with you. You know, I want to make sure that you're good. This and the third. And I... Like I said, I'm the kind of person that I know whether or not a person is good for me or not right out the gate. You open up your mouth and I know. And, you know, I said to him straight out, I was like, listen, like, I don't feel like me and you speak the same language. I don't really know how to articulate my verbiage in a way that you understand because you're more in line with hood mentality than I am. I grew up as I'm black. I grew up with all white people all the way up until high school. I was living in Canarsie, Brooklyn with the Jews and the Italians. I went to predominantly white high school. I mean, white elementary school, white junior high school. Until I went to high school was when I was fully evolved and was in a predominantly black school. So up until high school, I was still listening to Britney Spears in sync, playing with Barbie dolls, doing shit like that. Right. I don't know anything about the street. Yeah. I didn't grow up there. Yeah. You, sir, you went to like a whole jail and came out and reformed. And that's great. I'm glad for you. But I don't understand you as a woman. I can't help you. There's nothing that I can offer you. Because if you're looking for somebody to make you seem like a different kind of person, I can't be that for you. No. And he took offense to that. Yeah. I um Damn. You know what it is about battered about battered individuals like that? We want to say, like, they'll figure life out. They never do. No. And they, and they don't look inward, and they don't seek the help to get it inward. You know, like, going to therapy is not taboo. 
Like for like in the black community, it is. it's very fucking taboo. It is because even when I tell people that you know, like I take antidepressants or that I am seeing a therapist or whatever, they're looking at me like, "Oh, that oh, bitch crazy. crazy. This bitch is loose." And I'm like, "No, no I'm not. I'm crazy. trying to get my I'm, shit right. right. I yeah. like, and that's my whole thing is that I'm an advocate for talking about people who have that disability because it is a disability. It debilitates you. It will. Anxiety will fucking kill your whole day. You have right. no idea. Walking around with thoughts swirling every day, every moment of the day, day and night. Sometimes I don't sleep. Sometimes I don't eat. You know what I'm saying? Like you genuinely it, cannot focus. You can't. Yeah. And 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 I am an advocate, like I said, for for telling people like just because somebody is going through this does not make them crazy. I went through childhood trauma. Right. That's where mine stems from, and it's about knowing where yours stems from and trying to fix it. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But there are some people, like you said, they're looking out for other people to fix it. And it needs to come from inside. I think that's where his problem lied. Because I, I think that <clears throat> you want to look for people to help make a situation better. Um, I think when you go through certain traumas in your life, jail is definitely a trauma. I've had friends that came out and the way they went in is never the same. And the way they come out is absolutely totally different. And you're right. on one spectrum. You're either just more fucked up or you're... You're looking to change. You're looking to drastically... Change. Like, like never go back, back there, there again. again. Change. Right. And I think with certain individuals, when you have those two things, when you have things like... Well, I guess let's take the let's take the jail example. When you have those two... When you have an individual come out and you either can have... Something could be really bad or something could be really good when they come out. They look to seek that outside influence to change exactly what it was that was so bad about it, mm -hmm. right? So they look for, they look to get like more support. So let's say for the person who just came out really fucked up, it's like, all right, what did you go in jail for? I went to jail for attempted robbery. All right, cool. Let's go back to robbing. Right. I went to jail for attempted robbery. I don't ever want to rob anybody again i want to be the best person i could possibly be and those two are just like they're seeking all of this outside like affirmation to to somehow convince them that the way that they're living is just right but but with those examples for me the way that i see it is the one that went to jail and said okay i got out and now i'm about to go do this shit again those people don't look at themselves. The ones who go and try to reform do. They do take a good hard look in the mirror when they say, you know what? I'm not trying to go back to jail again. Yeah. And they think about that shit. And when they homeboys come up and they be like, yo, we about to hit a lick. He like, eh, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm going to work. I, yeah. They think about that. They look at themselves and reflect on, on what, what brought them to that first place. To get them locked up. And when they in jail. And they see how they living. And they like yo. This shit ain't for me. That's a fact. I had, I had, I have. There's way too many friends that I know that have gone. <clears throat> they gone to jail. Did their time. And I mean the minute that they come back. It's just like. They're so humble. Mm-hmm. Like. And I mean like. When they were out. Before they went. Like. These are people that's like. 
humble is not even in their character. Right. Like they I mean, just they, a big they, shot. They, I mean, they they punch you right in your face on sight. If they didn't, if they don't really fuck didn't fuck with, with you, you right. they don't fuck with you. It's like it's on sight when I see you. Right. And it's for no reason. <laughs> Some of them, and, that, and that's the scary part. Some of them are good dudes, but like the fact that somebody is that that radical to explode. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like if you don't, if you already don't establish that rapport with them. They're like, we're your food too. Right. You know? And when they come out, it's a 360, man. Right. They're so, they're so like, they're grounded. And they're so grounded. And it, and it, and one of my boys, I love this dude to death. I, I love this dude to death. Grew up together. I remember one time we was going out, we were in a club in Orlando. And, um, How can I explain it? We're in a club. We're chilling. Everybody's having a good time. We all got money. We're just blowing money. We're buying drinks. We're not even doing anything crazy. Just, we didn't even order VIP service. We just was like, we're buying drinks. We're getting shit faced. Mm-hmm. There's no pussy on this trip. So we're going out there to have a good time. We go to the club and I'm buying drinks and I ended up pulling out some money. I had a wad of money on me. Wasn't even anything crazy. I'm not a baller. Shit was all fucking singles. You'd have thought I left a strip club disappointed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. So, old boy comes up to me. My dude comes up to me. He's like, yo, listen, walk with me over to the um, to where everybody else is at. And I'm like, the fuck for it. Now, he lives mm-hmm. in the Florida area. Mm-hmm. So, he peeps and sees shit. Mm-hmm. I'm in New York, but I can peep and see shit too. But my my mentality is... Fuck all these niggas. I don't give a fuck who they are. Da, 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 da. But his thing is like, look, you from and why? Right. But I down, live out here. I live out here. Right. Down here, it's open carry, kid. Right. Like, and and why you could probably get away with that. You know, you are gonna shoot the fair one, and you know and whatever it be will be. Right. But it don't work like that. It don't work like that down here. Mm-hmm. Comes up and he's like, "This is how mild manner he is." Old him would have said. Sonny looking at you, son, I'm about to go pop off right now. Mm-hmm. And he would have went off and did it. And then it would have been a really big situation. Mm-hmm. Somebody would have got killed. Right. Knew him comes up and says, yo, can you walk with me real quick? So he walks me. So he yokes me up. I feel like I'm like the bad bitch in the club getting yoked up by that boyfriend. <laughs> and so like he, <laughs> he yokes me up. And like, not like by the, but he just grabs you by my shoulder after we get the drink. And I'm like, bro, I buying you a drink he was like look look niggas is looking you kind of hot right now just chill with me right here and i got you so we out there partying and he's out here just surveying the whole thing mm-hmm. and then i guess he pieces one of his people that's in the, in the club with him so it lets other people know that you're good he's good you know right. what i'm saying like he's connected so he's like yo like and i'm just like damn like owen would have just been like right we're taking Ran off down and, what, and what's so sad is if we were riding with O'Him, we would have took off right with because I mean right. we're family. We're not right. gonna we're not gonna let you fight if by one yourself. Nigga pop one nigga's popping off. One nigga's popping off. We're all popping off. <laughs> but with him and the way that he moves with his life right now, yeah, you can move that. That's perfectly fine. No, the way that he moves too big. I'm trying no, to move this in. It's all right. You know, some niggas short. Some niggas love the cake. Most niggas love the cake. So the way that he moved, the way that he moves now is so like. I had to really commend him about that. Right. I hope he. I hope. I hope he listens to this podcast and I, and um he hears it. Yeah. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to. I don't want to put his business out yeah, there and stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, like, like shout I, out to you for. But that. he know he knows who he is and um 
Like I really, I really commend him about that. Like seeing that growth in him, seeing when he came out and the individual that he is like today, you know what I mean? Like beautiful soul. Right. You know what I'm saying? But again, it took something like that environment mm-hmm. to physically change. Knock you down. Knock you right down. And then you build yourself right back up. Shout out to your friend. Yeah, for real. But I mean, but, but, but to get back to the point about men being damaged and like not knowing how to show emotion, we're kind of taught not to. I mean, because you know what it is? We, and here's the sad part. Men want to be loved by women so fucking bad. You don't understand, like I don't. You don't, I don't get understand. it. You you genuinely don't get Please it. Like tell men, me, because I be trying. Like men, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be men that are listening to this, and it's like this dude has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> but I'm For like sure. But but here's here's the flip side of it. They'll say that out loud, and, and internally they'll be like, "Fuck this nigga for yeah, giving do, up the I, I, giving I, up the info." Yo, but I do want my bro to like, like when that bitch like spoons me. Right, you want to be the little spoon. You want to, you you want to be the little spoon. Dudes like that. (laughs) I'm telling you, and you see, like I'm built that way. Yeah, I'm built that that way. Dudes like they love that shit. I love. Don't buy a guy roses and flowers. No, I'm not gonna do no shit like that. But but I'm gonna buy you two K. Yeah, act right. Yeah, but I mean, act right. I'm gonna buy you two K. But they like to. They like the spooning. They like like dudes like that shit. They they like. They like to, they want to be emotionally available to a woman. They really do. They just don't want to look like a pussy. And see, and the, I don't care about that. And I like niggas who don't care about that neither. You don't. But there are plenty of women. Yeah, because those bitches are damaged too. They don't come from house houses that had love in them. You understand what I'm saying? My house was not exactly the best house. My parents have been separated for over 20-something years. My father was abusive <clears throat> towards my mother. When I was five years old, I watched my father push my mother down a flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. I watched that man pop my mother's tires on her way to work. I've, wa- I've watched a lot of shit happen in my house. But at the end of the day, there was never a moment where I did not feel, up until my adulthood anyway, that my father... Or my mother did not love me. And my mother was abusive towards me when my parents got separated. There was It was just in a strange relationship straight through. But at the end of the day, there was never a moment where I did not feel cared for, even in those moments of abuse. I didn't feel neglected or didn't feel, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. I. You know what's so crazy when you say that? I think a lot of people probably will think like, well, how the fuck can you like have emotion? I think when you grow up in a family that has like turmoil, like my 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 mom, I will say this about my mom. Are there things that she could have done better? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> my mother could have done a shit ton of stuff better. Are there things that my mom could have said better? Absolutely. Yes. But with what she got, did she, she did the, do her best? Did she do her yes. best? Yes, that's it. Yes, and, and that's why I can't hold a grudge against my I, mom. And I and I would. And that's you know, why I, I made. There were times where I probably looked at my mom and I said, like, you know, you fucking dropped the ball here. 
But I think when I got older and I understood, you learned like, to understand what, what happened. Yeah, what happened, and that and that was something that me and my mother, when I got of age, did. We sat down and hashed it out. You understand what I'm saying? My mother told me what the deal was because my father lied to me about a lot of stuff. Right. And because he was predominantly who was raising me at the time, it was very easy for me to believe what he's saying. Same. He's the one I'm living you, with. Because you, you, know you want to believe your parents. You don't think your parents are, are going to lie to you. But my father is a pathological liar. Mm-hmm. To this day, he's a liar, and this is the reason why I don't fuck with him now. Yeah. But it's like when you learn certain shit about your family, about your parents, about your whatever it is, it kind of fucks you up because you're just like you put. A certain amount of trust and love and 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 understanding and, and everything in this person, even though you're the child, you still invested in your parent. And people don't realize that. Yes, you as a parent should invest in your child, but you have to also realize that your child also invests in you. <sighs> your child is investing in you. You when you do right by your child. Fuck that deep, man. When you invest in that child. That's fucking deep, man. That child is investing back in you. That's when they come home with good grades. That's when they go off to college. All those things are investments because they're trying to make sure that you are proud, that you are honored, that you are thought of. People don't fucking go to college because that shit is fun. (laughs) Nobody fucking signs up for that shit because it sucks ass. It does. Okay? But... I when go to college. Right. When your parents put down that fucking tuition money. Yeah, that shit's real. When your parents sign that check, when your parents fill out those forms for financial aid for you, that is their investment. Your investment is to take that money that they gave and put down for you and come back with a fucking degree. That's your job as the child. Or come back as a fucking success. Or come success. back as a success. Make sure that your parents aren't embarrassed to know that they did all of this for you and it came out for nothing. But parents invest in children and children invest in their parents. Perfect example. My sister, mm. my sister's very successful. My sister has her first baby. She owns a brownstone in the middle of bed Damn. That's bread. Okay? That's bread bread. Okay? That's bread. Okay? The property that is across the street from her, when it went up and sold on the market, it sold for one point something million dollars and somebody bought it and they sold it like three years later. Somebody just moved out of it. Okay? My sister just renovated the whole basement. So now she has a four family brownstone house. Legal. A four-family brownstone house in the middle of Bed-Stuy. My sister went to University of Chicago, mm. left, went to NYU and graduated with her bachelor's, mm. went to NYU Law and got her doctorate. My sister now is a director for the mayor's office. You understand what I'm saying? My mother did that. My mom invested in her child. Those are the fruits. My mother now lives in the basement of this four-story uh, house and does not pay rent. Investment. Investment. My sister could have charged her rent. Even if it wasn't the full amount she would have got, she could have charged her Shit, rent. she got all legal rights to. To do that. My mother doesn't pay a dime 
Do you hear me? And rent. My mother doesn't pay cable because my sister has her on the internet. My sister pay f- doesn't. She doesn't pay for Con Ed. She doesn't pay for shit. She doesn't pay for shit. That is an investment of a child to a parent. You make sure that your parent is taken care of. And not just financially, but emotionally. My sister has paid for I don't know how many vacations for my mother. Paid for whether or not my sister was on that vacation. My sister then paid for plane tickets to Europe, hotel stays, all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. My mother got into a car accident a couple years ago. My sister is the one who put the down payment on for her new car. On top of the fact that she had put down the down payment for the car that my mother totaled. Mm. Investment. Investment. That's fucking real, man. People don't understand that your children are an investment and your parents are also an investment. Emotionally, financially, they're all you have. At the end of the day, when everything materializes down to nothingness, that is all you have. Your mother is all you have. As shitty as she may be, as wonderful as she may be, that's all you have. Yeah. I, you know, the thing about moms... You know what's so crazy? The thing about moms is that you can't, you, you can't replace them. No! And you know what's funny about that? You can't replace dads either. No! My mom busts her ass for her family. When my father passed, she busts her ass. When her mother passed, she busts her ass. She has been the the epic center of our family. Mm-hmm. And I have saw I've saw nothing but strength mm-hmm. and leadership in this woman. Right. Can she piss me the fuck off? Of course. <sighs> But I can't be mad for the job that she did. Here's the thing about men that are raised by single moms. And I guess I got my lessons late, late very late in life. So, so I can understand why men feel that void of emotion or that void of leadership and they have to seek out other people to fill that. Mm-hmm. My mom has no idea how to raise a man. Right. Only because she ain't never, a man. She ain't a man. She's she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't have a penis. Right. She has no she idea. Doesn't. She doesn't have she doesn't she doesn't know what it's like to be, be a, a male. Right. The only thing she could teach me is and it could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. There's a double-edged sword with that. Here is what a top quality male should, should be, be like. Doing, right. And that's what your version of a top quality male should be like. But that's very different. That's very different when you to step outside. when you step outside, right? And here's where like the mix-up of what sexual attraction in the game goes. My mom can teach me, I want you to be upfront, honest. Tell women how they feel. Call them beautiful. Be charming. Be nice. Be sweet. Be everything that you know. If that girl was Somebody to bring I'm you home for. to their parents, and they could be like, "I really like, like this, this guy,", guy. Mm-hmm. and then you go out and you hang out in the world, and you see like the dude who gets the pussy the most 
is the opposite of that. The opposite of that. It's the opposite of that. And and part of it is, is the allure of the bad boy and that, all of that shit. But she's also teaching you what she is looking for in a man. And that's part of the problem is that when you are a daughter or you are a son and you're being raised by the opposite sex. Because remember, I was raised by my dad. So my father is teaching me to be this very virtuous, um, you know, not promiscuous. Upstanding woman. You know, woman, ladylike. Ladylike. You know, don't Always wear have your legs crossed. Cl- right. <laughs> right. Because that's, that's what my dad wants. Right, that's right. what my father wants in a woman. That's what he thinks a good woman is. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, my father's Jamaican. He is a standard. Oh, he don't play that oh my God. He is a standard Jamaican man from, you know, grew up in the 60s, etc. He don't play that shit. My father wanted me to be seen and not heard because that's how he grew up. My grandmother was very, very submissive to my grandfather, seen and not heard. She cooked, she cleaned, she take care of the kids. He did whatever it is that he did. My mother, when my father and her were together, my mother, <laughs> I don't know how he managed with my mom because my mother got a big fucking mouth. Mm. I'll tell you that. And that's where I get mine from. I'm very nasty when I'm ready. And my mother's the same way. So I don't know how the fuck he managed with my mom, but my mother was- He liked the challenge. I, and I don't even think it's that because my father's a huge pussy. He likes the challenge. I, he, li- he likes the mental challenge, but we're good. I to guess. That. But my mother, even though it was against her better judgment or her feelings, she was very subservient to my father. Made sure that there was food on the table. Made sure that his clothes was ironed. Made sure that his clothes was clean. Made sure that the, clo- the house was clean. Make sure that the children were fed. That was my mother's life for the longest time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But... All of those little nuances and spectrums and all this other shit is what my father wanted me to fit into. I can tell you right now, I don't fit into any of those things. No. I have a big fucking mouth. I'm promiscuous. I like to have sex. I like to do my own thing. You're not going to tell me what to do. We're going to get into the sex part because there's a lot of... (laughs) No, no, I have questions well not questions because it's not really interviewing but i just kind of want you to talk about certain aspects of events my lifestyle my lifestyle yes (laughs) yes my lifestyle yes but i understand that when you you get you come across like your parents they want to project this type of image on you like for you to go outside and be this like model citizen but that's not how it's it not it's not how the sexual game works it's not how any game works this doesn't matter what it is like there are people who who <laughs> come from these beautiful fucking five bedroom six bathroom homes who end up on the street doing meth that's not an upstanding citizen no, not and at you all. came from a good home not at all. so it's it that whole thing is bullshit to me yeah I don't fucking care because they, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I have people I know who grew up in the projects and could have let the projects been a definition for them and be a defining point for them and be one of those like statistics where they don't leave the fucking ghetto and they stay there and just live off of welfare and whatever it is forever and ever. Amen. Until they have kids and it's just like this vicious cycle of bullshit. Mm. 
But I have people who grew up in the fucking projects and was like, bitch, I'm too high class for this. And they're not going to let that shit define them. And got the fuck out. One of my closest friends, and she's not embarrassed, and she I don't know if she'll ever hear this, but shout out to Tay. That's my bitch. Tay grew up in Sheepshead Bay Projects Mm. with her mother Mm. and her siblings. How many siblings? She has two sisters and one little brother. Mm. And um and one that passed on before she was born. Rest in peace. Right. And that girl has the determination of I don't know what. Because she didn't live there the entire her entire life. At some point she was living in one of the Carolinas, I think, with her father. And she was living good there. And I guess her and her father had some kind of a strange relationship. She came back to New York City and had been living here for quite some time. And she was in high school. And there was a point where I was afraid that she wasn't going to graduate because, you know, her grades started to slack a little bit. And I got on her about it. I was like, listen, bitch, I know that you're too good for this fucking place. And you know you're too good for this fucking place. Let's get it together. You're graduating on time. I'm not playing with you. Sometimes people need that. Right. And she's younger than me. And so I took on like this role almost as like a big sister for her because I did not want, because I knew that she was meant to not be there. I knew based on how she spoke, the way she articulated herself, her dreams, her aspirations, she was not somebody who was meant to stay there. And so I tried to do whatever I could to affirm to her that you right, you don't fucking belong here, bitch. We getting you the fuck up out of here. And she did. She graduated. You know, she took it upon herself to go and get herself a little job here and there, whatever the case was, because she was still very young, you know. And she didn't go to school right away. She ended up having a baby. You know, she was a young mom. Mm -hmm. And I think that part of it is knowing that she had another human being to care for besides her own driving force. Her son was a driving force for her. She ended up moving because she realized, like, New York City has nothing for me. I can't live here. You know what I'm saying? Her family kind of turned their back on her a little bit low-key. And it was, you know, it was was really shitty what happened to her. And she ended up moving to another state and getting herself together. And she went to school and she graduated from a program and she got certifications and all kind of shit. And now she is down south living with her fiancé. And her son, working, living her life. You should Perfect. bring on. You should bring her on here. The you next time she's here. in New York, I'll try to make that happen. Because she she's here. all the way in. Is she in South Carolina or North Carolina? Because her mother's in one of the Carolinas, and she's in one of the other ones. I, I think she's in North Carolina. <laughs> I'd love to talk to her. She, she, you'd love her. She's amazing. I'm pretty sure I would. I think anybody who goes through certain trials and tribulations, and they don't let it. They don't let it define, define them, you. and you, she refuses. For lack of a better word, you don't let that shit define you. You don't let that shit keep you down. You don't let that shit. You don't let any of those things kind of like mark you, you right. and deter you from getting any type of success that you want. Right. You know, and I hope that when she, I hope that she looks at this world in a way where it's like I can literally conquer anything that I want yeah. if I put my fucking mind, mind to, it, to it. Yeah. And I just go. I dive into it. Yeah. And I don't let anything stop me. 
And that's and she's very much like that. And that's and throughout the years, as much as she has evolved, I wouldn't say changed. I think that Tay has evolved as a human being. And you know, it took a long time because I hadn't seen her in years. Mm. I actually just saw her mm-hmm. over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, for the first time in years. Mm-hmm. And it was just like old times. But I realized that she's an adult now. You know, like an actual adult now. Which is weird. Because I remember like when we were together. Like yes, I was already an adult for the most part. And she was still kind of like in this teenage phase. Yeah, but you look at her like a teenager. And now it's like when you have adult conversation. It's like, bitch, what? Right. Like, like you're mortgage? Like, like the right. fuck? Right, like you're paying rent? Man, yeah, like, like oh, okay, that's... <laughs> You know That's what I'm, sexy. I right. like rent. Yeah. Right. Rent's cool or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so it's like, I like to say that she evolved. I don't think she changed. I think that she's grown. And so yeah. it's impressive yeah, it's to like, to see, that. to see her doing that. It's and, really and, good to see and, that. Oh my God. And she, and she's just so healthy. Like mentally, she's very healthy. And that was important for me. That's why I want to talk to her. Cause I want to see the metamorphosis in her brain about like what like what light switch hit the thing is that i don't even think there was one off to begin with if i'm gonna be really honest with you tay has just always been that way where she's just like whatever the fuck is going on around me ain't got shit to do with me if it don't apply let it fly kind of pit that's her she's that kind of person and I think that that was how it was so easy for her to transition into adulthood. It was almost seamless. It was like it didn't even happen. It's like, because she's always been very mature for her age. She's never been like super immature. Like she's always had a very mature, mature sense of, 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 of adulthood. She understands what it is to be an adult. Right. Because Accountability, she's had, right, responsibility. She's been responsible. You know what I'm saying? She's always been that way always been that way usually i think when you're young and i think um when you act out and you have that old soul about you the only reason why you're acting out is because all your other friends are, acting are doing out. it and, and it's you, you, you want to fit, fit in you want to fit in but in your mind in your heart's a heart she's just sitting there just like this Yo. is whack and tay and tay, and tay is very much like that tay doesn't give a fuck about what's cool or not tay does what tay feels is right for tay I'm gonna hold this start. I gotta put this thing on pause. I gotta use a tink. I gotta take a tinkle. I'll be right back. All right. So I finished using the restroom. We're back, people. We are back. <laughs> you have no idea. I feel so goddamn good. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I would. <laughs> I wanna. I would love to. I will definitely love to sit down and speak with your friend. I think she's pretty awesome. I think her story's dope. Um, I think her going through certain trials and tribulations. I'm pretty sure. Um, when I meet her. She'll bring those things up, and yeah. I would love to kind of like hear. It's it's funny because she's just online on Facebook, and I hit her up. She didn't answer me yet because I'm trying to. Yeah, no, no, no. It's I'm gonna try- it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm trying to manifest. You feel me? <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So while we're on the general topic of sexual attraction, mm-hmm. I want to give some credence to. <sighs> What you're a kind of a low key expert at? <laughs> low key expert. Low key. <laughs> okay, so 
So for you, I'm an expert, but for other people in um that are in the vanilla. In, that are in in for yeah, for people who are in the vanilla, I'm an expert and barely that. Um for people who are actually part of the LS on a regular, I am what is called a baby. Interesting. Yeah. I'm a baby. I mean, you're cute like one, but I wouldn't call. I would, Thanks. <laughs> I wouldn't call. Thanks. I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> so if I still look like a baby, shout out to me and shout my jeans. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but I think, um, I think the lifestyle. Okay, we first of all we need to define that for the people who don't know what sure. that is. So, so would you, I, I'm, I'm gonna. The floor is yours. Okay. So, essentially, when we say lifestyle or LS, that is talking about swingers, people who are into kink or BDSM. That's pretty much what that means. And for people who don't know what BDSM is, that is a uh, form of uh, sexuality that is bondage, BD, bondage. Dominant, submissive. submissive, BDSM. I think it's slave. Master slave. yeah. Yeah. Masochist, sadist, and all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, so basically, all of the shit that you've seen or heard of. Uh, from Fifty Shades of Grey, which is a poor, but it's the, a the, poor, the poor adaptation, poor of, adaptation it. of what it really is. Yeah. But if you want a a a reference, a point of reference, there you go. Fifty Shades of Grey is basically a very, like he said, a poor representation of what BDSM is. It truly, essentially, is. yeah, what it true, yeah. it's its roots, what it is. I think a good movie that kind of represents some. Um, a great form of BDSM. Do you ever seen the movie Sexaholics? It's on Netflix. Oh, that like docu series. It's in my queue. Never have, watched it. It's yet. not one. It's not even a documentary. It's an actual movie. Two, you gotta watch it. <laughs> you no 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 no. When I tell you, you you. I live it. Do I really need to watch it? Yes, because the story is interesting. Okay. Because the guy. Because all right. <laughs> I'm like I live it. Do All I really right. need to watch it? Are you it? one of those people that like that dislike like you don't want spoilers? I don't really give a shit. Okay, so basically in the movie the, the guy's trying to fuck her throughout the whole movie. But she keeps talking about her life mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. F- flawless. The film is flawless. But when it takes you through her sexual um her sexual experiences, it is like on the outside, if somebody's vanilla and they're looking at this, it's just like, yo, there's no way this shit happens. On the inside of it, it's just like... That's Tuesday. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's Tuesday. That's literally it. And, I'm, I'm and that's how I look at it. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Like, when I, when I talk to... And I'm very... I'm, for the most part, I'm open about my sexual lifestyle. And what I do. I, I have no yeah, but you're very careful about what you say and what you don't say. Yeah, and who I'm saying it to. True. I'm very, very particular about that. But if I am speaking to somebody very openly who's vanilla about my lifestyle, they look at me like their eyes are just like, <laughs> okay? Because they're like, I can't believe that this shit is a real thing. Yeah. This is a real thing that happens. People are actually doing this shit. Yeah, and I'm like, my nigga, you don't even know. Only if you knew. No. Only if you, you knew. You don't even know. Yeah. It gets crazy. crazy. 
and and, I, and there's another level that I kind of want people to understand. Like, um, if you think that there's just a house where people just go to and they just freak off and do wild, crazy shit, no, it's not that simple. No, um, it's definitely not that easy. There's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. It because you have to realize that that honestly, like half of this shit is illegal. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's the first that's thing. thing. That's the first thing is that most of it's illegal and hosting those kinds of parties can get you in a lot of trouble. trouble. I don't know if you guys saw the news recently with that guy who was doing sex parties out of somebody's like house or something. No, in Jersey, and he got arrested. I get to, I didn't get to read the article. But Jersey's Jersey's one of the states. But it's that's one of the biggest states, states that yeah. do it. Jersey. Yeah. If you're talking about Northeast, we're talking about Jersey and Pennsylvania. Biggest, Those are the two biggest, biggest states, states. Yeah. to ever do these kinds of events. Now, if you're talking down south, that's a whole nother game. You yeah. feel me? Because they got Maryland, Georgia, Virginia. Yeah. They, they get Maryland's it popping. Yeah, oh Maryland's God. a heavy swinging get, state. In the DMV, they get it popping. Yeah, DMV is crazy. In the DMV, they get it popping. They got events almost every week. Yeah, and it's and, and the thing about... um. I think when you're when you're in the DMV, it's a li- the 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 qualifications to kind of get you in is a little bit more strict. Than oh it hell is yeah! It has to north. be it has to be somebody vetted for you. Yeah, like genuinely it's a, it's, vetted. No, for it's a vetting process, process for them. Yeah, yeah. Like in the Northeast, it's kind of like on some shit where like because I haven't gone to a DMV party yet. I'm waiting. I want to go to one. I haven't gotten a chance, but. For us, right? Yeah. Like, let's say that I have a party that I got invited to or whatever, or that I know about and I'm attending. All I have to do is bring you and you're in. You know what I'm saying? You pay that bread, you're in. You're in. They don't know if you're vanilla. They don't know if you're part of the lifestyle. They don't know shit. Yeah. They don't know. There's no vetting process. Yeah. I just happen to be blessed at the parties that I attend. Shout out to Missy King. She is one of those people who's very inclusive. As long as you don't start no shit at her party, she don't care who you are, who mm. you come as, who you come with. She doesn't care. As long as you don't pop off no shit, she's with the shits. She doesn't care. She's one of those free-spirited, Everybody's really chill, love. We all can come earth. in. Right. Yeah. She's one of those people. But then there were, like you said, in the DMV, yeah, it's very where strict. they're like... If you don't, if fit they a specific, don't fuck with they you, they don't fuck with you. You don't fit a specific body type. You don't. You're not whatever. this or whatever. You're, you're not, not getting, getting in. in, and it doesn't matter what you do. Your status doesn't matter. They don't give matter. a fuck about your money. That's a None genuine that. fact. They don't care about your money. They don't care. You can't pay your way in there. Pay you it. In the Northeast, you can. Yeah, you could. Money talk up here. Yeah. Money talk up here. Yeah, but then you get a lot of... You get a lot you of... You get indi- a lot of riffraff. Yeah. You get a lot of riffraff. Yeah, you get a lot of individuals that's not really about that's it. That's not really about it. It's their first time. They start to act out. Trust me, I've seen it so many times. What is... I haven't gone to a party as of yet. I, I definitely intend to go to one. You let me know. Okay. <laughs> what is... so So, for anybody who's actually privileged to to attend one of these events what is party etiquette etiquette oh god because i want to make sure that when i go you that i'm not the dickwad in the in, right in the room <laughs> in the room okay so first things first consent is everything i understand that consent is everything like you don't 
touch, grab, feel on anything you don't without asking. Nothing. Nothing. Not even a hand. You consent. The more that you consent is the more respect that you will get from everybody, men and women, because it shows that you understand, especially as somebody who's new. See, I'm schooling you. So you'll be ready when you classes, come with me. Classes in fucking session. Right. So consent is number one. Male, female, doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, I know you're not going to touch a male, but I'm just saying it goes both ways. Females need to have consent before touching a man. Men need to have consent before touching a female in any in any manner. Hugs, hands, feeling on body parts, it doesn't matter. Okay. They need to be okay with you touching them. Okay. It can go from cool to rape real fast. <laughs> Wait, I'm laughing, but like... It's you're the ve- truth. Your demeanor is so fucking serious right now. It, it can go from this is cool to I was sexually assaulted at a party real fucking quick. Wow. It can go that quick. Niggas have been, I've been to swing parties where niggas have been escorted off the premises for touching without consent. It's not a game. This is somebody's physical body that you're talking about. You need to, you need to respect that. Second thing. If you happen upon a couple and let's say that you find a woman in that couple attractive Respect with the man goes a long way. Mm. Go and talk to that man and make sure that he is okay with you dealing with his girl. Make sure that you have his permission. And I hate to use the word permission because she's not property. But make sure that he is cool. Because she can go very I'm going to tell you. Shorty will come up to you and say, oh, I think you sexy. Try to fill up on you all kinds of shit. Her man is standing in the corner waiting to see if you're going to come up to him and ask him. He's waiting. Wait, so wait, wait, hold on, hold on. So they, do they test you like that? No, it's not a test. She really do want to fuck you. She really do. But you have to have respect. But you need to have respect for her man. I've seen shit go super left on that for sure. I will tell you, I'm what is considered in the lifestyle a unicorn. Oh, yeah. Those are rare. They ain't that rare. Trust me. That is a common misconception. Really? Because I've heard unicorns are like super... No, no, no. They're supposed to be. Supposed to be. Do you know how many unicorns I know? I run out of fingers and toes to tell you how many unicorns I know. Wait, okay, okay. Can you define for the people who okay, what, what a, a unicorn, unicorn is? is? So <clears throat> a unicorn essentially is a single female. It can be a male, but those are rare. Those are rare. <laughs> male unicorns are rare. I don't know if they have a name for a guy who is a unicorn. And not only would it not only would it be rare, more than likely that guy probably wouldn't be able to get in a party. Not in, well as a single male, yes. He can get in. Yeah, as a single male, when he, he pays his fee, he pays as a single male. I'm pretty sure his fee is like astronomical. Oh yes, <laughs> single males always pay more, and that's actually because I'm a part of a lot of groups and stuff like that have chats and discussions about these kinds of things, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that like almost always comes up. Why is it that a single male has to pay the most? Because yeah, because you're not coming. Single, you're not bringing anything to the table. 
Exactly. Except your dick. Exactly. And people may not even want that. Exactly. It's never a guarantee for you, boo-boo. At least for the shorties. Bitches, we have the power. Understand, pussy has power. Women don't pay high fees because we know, they know if you bring the bitches, the niggas will come. Yes, they will. That is, it's simple mathematics. (laughs) It is simple mathematics. I hope I'm not getting you in any type of trouble. No. Okay, good. All right. Trouble with who? You have a respected community that you have to uphold. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. Okay. We're fine. (laughs) All right. But it's simple mathematics. Two bitches for every one man. That's a party. Tell me about it. That's a party. In more ways than one. Tell me fucking That's a party. If you have a bunch of niggas running around in your shit and they just staring at other niggas all day, I promise you they won't come back to another event. But if you got bitches by the bundle in that motherfucker, you need to out-ratio the men to women. Like I said, you need to have two women at least for every one man in attendance. Mm. If you smart. If you want niggas to come in and spend their money, you make sure that there's at least three bitches that they could fuck. Even if they can't fuck them. Even if they can't fuck them. It's something to look at. Okay? Because it's not guaranteed that you're going to fuck. Some people go the whole weekend and they don't get none. Women and men. Some go the whole weekend and don't get none. And that's a whole nother ball game in itself because then they get all in their feelings or whatever else. But Which I can understand why they were getting their feelings. It's not fair. You shouldn't get in your feelings. Nobody's, obli- nobody's obligated, obligated to, to fuck, fuck you. you. They're not. Then nobody's obligated to fuck you. And some people are stupid and talk themselves out of the fuck. So you paid your money to talk yourself out the fuck. Shut your mouth. How does someone in that environment talk themselves... Out of a fuck? Yeah. I could... Here's my thing. Mm -hmm. If I'm there, I'm there for, in my mind, three reasons. Mm -hmm. One, to fuck. Mm -hmm. Two, to see some shit that I've never seen before. And you will. And three, to experience something, to experience something and to be a part of a community of new people to network with. Yep, networking. And it's, I may not even want to network with you. On just a sexual, sexual avenue, right, right. It may be, it may just be business something, movement. Exactly, it may just be like, look, common interests. I have a podcast. I've just seen you with a woman. Like she's literally on the floor. She has a collar around her neck. You seem to be her owner. I want to talk to you about that. Right. Would you mind coming? You know what I mean? Like, so there's right. a, there's a rapport. There's a connection right. there. So right. it's like. Right. And you How did see that build? The exact same three reasons that you say that you want to experience this is the exact same reasons why I got into it. Fucking. Experience something different that I've never seen. And networking. Those are the three things that I deal with in, in that realm. And, and, and out of two of them, 
sometimes they're not sexual. Because experiencing something doesn't necessarily mean that you're participating in it. Yeah, you're just watching it. You're just like, this like, is crazy. Like, let me give you a good example. I want to hear this. This is a good example. You're going to love this. I want to hear this. So I went to a huge party in August, right? And I have a friend who is a dom. Male or female? Male. Okay. I don't really deal with female doms. I just can't. They're interesting. I've had sex with plenty of them. I just can't. They don't do it for me. You know what's so interesting about having sex with a female dom? They do every single thing to try to get dominated during the sex, but they want to dominate you. And that can be exhausting. What? Yeah. So hear me out. I I, I don't want to deter you away. I just had to get the shit off my chest. Fem- dating, well, not dating. F- having sex with a female dom can be taxing because... You understand that there is a social, like... Construct in place. Construct that's in place, right? right? And I'm I'm more... I recognize that I'm more of a switch. Because I don't mm-hmm. mind being... Yeah, well, we talked about this Right, before. yeah. I don't mind being submissive as long as I have the opportunity to be... At some point to be dominant. To be dominant. Right. And I, I don't mind giving permission or giving myself away... As long as it's reciprocated. But female doms tend to be on like this like horse where it's like, I'm charging. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you let them know from the jump, like, you know, I switch. So it's like, you know, you can't. I dr- need that exchange. I need power. that exchange of power. So they all say it. You know, they're just like fuck boys. You tell them like, they tell right. you what you want to hear. And then the minute they get into it's it. something it, different. Something totally different. Mm-hmm. So like having sex with a female dom, like for one they start getting really directive during sex. And it's like, all right, that's cool. I don't mind that. Cool, you get directive. And then when they start getting on top, it's like, you come when I tell you to come. It's Ew. Just, yeah, that's it's, so creepy. Yeah, it's like, and, it, and they look at you and they tell you, come when I tell you to come. That's it's just like, so I cringy. can't help that. And, no. it, and the way that they do it is like... um Super creep. Yeah. Like dirty. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's just like... sexy. Yeah, after a while, you just don't even want to fuck, fuck anymore. Fuck anymore. You used like, to be like, why am I here? And see, you just talked me out the fuck. That, that's talking me out the... Don't, nigga, just... We talked about that. We did. We talked. I told you I don't want you to talk too much to me. <laughs> like I don't want you to. Don't talk. Don't talk too much. Like I don't mind a little something here and there in between. You know, like oh, you feel good or something like that. Like okay, fine. You know what I'm saying? But don't don't who's do that. The, whose pussy is this? this oh is my, pussy. my god! Who pussy don't is this? Fucking ask What's my me? name? Say my name. Oh. I will literally let you dog my shit out and you will never hear me tell you your name. Don't ask me who pussy this is, nigga. It's mine. <laughs> and you will be giving it to me. <laughs> Wheeling you, in that shit. You will about to be a moment away from breaking your dick off inside of me and never get it back. And I'm still never... I'm never going to tell you it's yours, my nigga. <laughs> okay? Never. <laughs> oh never my God. am I going to tell you that it's yours. My pussy belongs to me, motherfucker. Is that wrong with that? Is not Whose wrong pussy that? is that? <laughs> not yours? <laughs> you got me fucked, fucked up. up. All the way up. <laughs> all the way. I tell you, you got me fucked all the way up. You thought I was 
ever gonna give you the satisfaction of telling you that this pussy belongs to you? But, nigga, I've been carrying this motherfucker around this hot, yummy cupcake. I've been hot fucking carrying around with me for 29 years. And then all of a sudden, it's yours? Oh. Bitch, where? Look here now. <laughs> no bother. So, okay. so how... My God, I can't believe you switched to the patchwork. So how... <laughs> how can the end of... All right, I see... Okay, so a guy you met, Dom. Right. Oh, yes. I was telling you my good story. Mm. I was telling you my lit-ass some, story. Some, some crazy shit you Some saw. crazy shit. No, no, no. Some crazy shit that I did. Did, baby. Did. Okay. Not cool. saw. Participated in. And this to date, because I haven't explained, I am in the, in the swinger kink BDSM spectrum. I am more kink BDSM than I am swing. Okay. Um, just for a defining point, swinging is... By definition, anyway, when couples swap with other couples, that has become very muddled over the years, and it means a lot of different things now. And I am a baby in that. I don't consider myself necessarily a baby in BDSM. I've been in it for about two years now. Um, There's still a lot that I'd like to experience, and I haven't experienced yet, but I have definitely experienced more than I did when I first started. Okay. So I call myself like a beginner slash novice okay. in BDSM. Um, but yes, I have a friend who's a dom, a male dom. Um, I love him dearly. He's amazing. Um, he's actually how I ended up with so many more experiences than I originally started with because my first dom ain't shit. Um, and I'm at this party, you know, I'm hanging out with my friends. One of my friends, she vends at these events. She sells like edibles and stuff like that. Oh, really dope. Yeah. And so, like, I was helping her at her table, whatever. So, it's me, her, and her best friend. And we're just chilling, you know, we're shooting the shit, talking to people, getting them to buy stuff, whatever. My dom friend comes over to me, and he's like, I need you outside at, I think it was like 6 o'clock. He's like, at 6 o'clock, I need you outside. I need you for a demonstration. He doesn't ask me if I want to do it. Nothing. Because he, like, excuse me. My friend knows that I'm pretty much with the shits regardless of what, but I do have limits. Okay. But, but because I know him and I trust him with my body, I wasn't afraid. So when he said that, I was like, okay, see you at six. Like, <laughs> what the fuck am I going to say? <laughs> I'm not going to tell this nigga no. no. So I go outside in the yard. Okay. Cause this is at a hotel. We've locked down the whole hotel. The hotel is shut down to the public. Fuck. Okay. You got to come to one of these with me. You'd have a fucking ball. You'd lose your mind. I You'd probably lose would. your goddamn mind. You know what? I probably, I would, you know what? I probably would lose my mind, but I'd be more sane than what you, th- I probably would just sit back and I'd just be like, this is crazy. Right. I'm going to sip on this whiskey because this is way too much. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So... I get outside and he's like, come here. So I go and I see these women all standing next to trees. Okay. And I'm like, okay, what goes on here? 
because he had posted something in the group or whatever about doing something in the yard, but I really wasn't paying no mind to it. I didn't know what it was one way or the other. So he's like going standing up over there by that tree. So there's a towel wrapped around the tree. I go and I stand up. There's a girl standing to my right. And they have these people come around and saran wrap us to the tree. What? Yeah. So we get saran wrapped <laughs> to the tree, like completely bonded to the tree. Like they tell you, pick a comfortable position for yourself. And they saran wrapped us to a tree. And so it was like three trees all together. And I think it might have been like two or three girls to each tree. So we'll say between like nine and 12 females tied to this tree. Okay. And so we're all tied to the trees. And then there was, I don't know, maybe like nine doms with like different weapons, so to speak. Instruments. Whips, floggers, bruisers. One had a foam bat, whatever. And they're literally going, they have a stop clock. (laughs) And I think it's for like one minute or something or two minutes. And they just go around to each tree and just beat you with all these different instruments. It's called the tree of woe. I had... So much fun doing that. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What? I was tied, saran wrapped rather, to a tree in the yard of the hotel. And I got whipped. I got flogged. I got nine tails, bats. Oh, I don't even know what the fuck they were hitting me with at one point because I just didn't even care. Like, I was just, like, stay And it was so crazy because it drew a fucking crowd. So, like, I have my friends, like, my personal friends at these events watching me get my ass whooped up against a tree. And they're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, they can't even believe that I'm standing there doing it. And one of my friends, she gets so upset. She's like, I don't want you on this anymore. Take her down. Take her down now. I don't like this. Meanwhile, you're just like, yo, I'm I'm getting turned the fuck on. (laughs) And so there was a point where my friend, because all of these doms, I don't know them. I don't have a rapport with them. I don't have a relationship with them. That's very important to establish, though. Right. So I didn't care when they were hitting me. But when my friend, who is the Dom, came up, (laughs) it was something different. You know what I mean? Because it was like, me and him, we just have this, like, very intense chemistry between the two of us. Like, very intense chemistry. And so, it was like, there was a moment where he is, and I'm talking about, he's really fucking my shit up. And I'm just, and me and him are like eyes locked, deadlocked on each other. We're not looking or thinking about anything else, but each other in this moment. And my eyes are locked on him. His eyes are locked on me. And he's just like wailing at me, wailing at me. And I am just giving him this look of complete defiance. Just like, fuck you, nigga. Hit me harder. You're not hitting me hard. Like I was really testing him. And he was really giving it his 
all. And it was just like the more he tried was the more defiance I gave him. And when I tell you that at the end of it, people literally came up to me and was like, yo, you with Sir Daniel and that moment y'all had was the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life. I had at least five people come up to, come up to me after that. What? How? Okay. How does that type of... I had somebody come on my podcast. I can show you the bruises. I believe you. Um, I made sure that they took pictures. Shit. <laughs> I had I had I had a guy come on here, Sir Wilkins, um, one of my one of my one of my boys. I grew up with him actually from like public school, and big socialite, New York City socialite. But he's like heavy into the porn community, heavy into like um. I don't know if he's in a BDSM, but I know he's more into the porn aspect mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. which is. It's kind of like, you know, when you do underground hip-hop and then you do, like... Mainstream. Mainstream hip-hop. I think porn is, like, the mainstream hip-hop. And right. then, like, parties. Swinging. Swinging. Like, like the very underground right, where right. that's the real shit yeah, kicks raw. off. It's, it's raw. It's so raw. Um, so we started... We, we shot a lot of shit. Um, we had talked about sexual chemistry and how does that build up organically can you explain to people what are especially for those that are probably trying to build it up in their relationship it's funny i said i never do a podcast about interviewing but i'm interviewing it's okay i love this i love this can you explain what what are what are some of the keys that they can do to develop sexual chemistry for their partner. Like, let's say for instance, they may be dating somebody new, or maybe maybe it's just that one person that they're having sex with. How do how does one develop a rapport to have that intense bond? Is there a way to develop that? I wanna say yes. I wanna say yes. But but I think that part of it is just an organic thing that just works or doesn't work. I do think that there are ways to involve yourself in it and and make it known that you're looking for that point. I think that, like for me, when I go to events, I make it my business to look my very best. Okay. There are some people who that doesn't work for. There are some people who are just... There are some females who are not like super girly girly or whatever. Because I'm very much feminine. Very, very feminine. So there are women that don't want to wear the heels. Or right. They don't want to wear the skimpy outfits. Or they do, but they don't necessarily feel comfortable. And I think that feeling comfortable is the first thing. Confidence is key. That's a good point. Confidence is key. Um, because I'm not the smallest person in the world. But when I step out of that hotel room, I'm the baddest bitch in the world. You can't tell me shit. You hear me? And I, and, and I'm not trying to say like, I'm all of that or something like that. But I have men, sometimes women even, who literally will follow me around just to watch me walk. 
Mm. And they, they don't say anything. They don't try to touch me. They're just watching me walk around. Because I walk around with my head held high. You can't tell me shit kind of attitude. And that is what attracts people to me. And like in the inside, I might be like, oh my God, I probably look so fat in this outfit. Like my titties are hanging out. I look crazy as fuck. But I have people following me around. You know what I'm saying? It's that in... It's the, it's the, you know what's the thing about you, Candy, and I, and I'm not going to take it away from where we're going, but you exude a specific confidence about you that's very uncanny. Um, and it's, it's not that it's rare, but it's just very few people have very authentic characteristics about themselves and when it's on front street they really put it on front street i have i can honestly say that i have been blessed with friends who are the most genuine authentic people you can ever fucking meet Mm -hmm. and when they're themselves that's fucking it there's no fake shit. There's no bullshit. There's right. no facade. There's no... When when you... Usually when you step into a room, you have the presence that genuinely commands people I've heard you. that. I've heard that. You know, and, and, <laughs> and it's, it's not, and it's not like, oh, I'm filling myself with something like that. No, it's, it's, just, it's a I genuine. Command, I command attention. And you, when and I you walk genuinely into do. A room, I command attention. I don't know why, because like most of the time, I'm trying to keep it low key. No, that's the whole thing. Is like, like when I get dressed up and I go out somewhere, I'm not doing it for attention. I'm doing it because it makes me feel good. I'm doing it for my own self affirmation. I'm doing it because I feel good. I feel sexy like this in this way. When I'm walking, I'm I'm walking because. You, you I feel, want you. you feel fucking sexy. Like, right. who, who I the feel fuck good. Am I to tell you like not to feel I sexy. I feel good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I don't do it for any other reason other than that. Now, if that create, if that commands other people's attention, that has nothing to do with me. That has, that has everything to do with other people. Right. Because that's how they're they're looking at me and seeing this this. You know what I'm saying? This being or whatever it is. Because like even to bring up two years ago at your birthday sitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when I came? Yeah. And it was just like Yeah, I a lot of a lot of dudes are, a lot of dudes are sweating. Sweating me. And I'm and I'm sitting and it, in the corner on my phone. Like yeah. And what 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 made it even awkward? Like not Okay, so so I see you and I and I hug you and I peace you like that's right, my nigga. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Candy's here, great. Where's the maker's mark? Because I'm getting fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, so, and I'm wavy this time, right? So I'm like, oh, great, cool. Candy's here. More whiskey. Do you have no idea how many dudes came to me on the low and was like, yo, yo, um, yo, V, who's shorty in the dress? I'm like, who? Candy? And, and it's no disrespect to you, but right, I'm just but like, just, but I've known you for how many? I'm like, candy? That's candy. That's candy. That's like, son, that's my nigga. Like, you want to talk to her? All right, go talk to her. I'm, I'm getting, where's the maker's mark? Right. You know what I mean? Dudes are coming up to me like, yo, son, like, yo, you know her? 
No shit, nigga. She's here. Right. Like, I'm standing next to she's you. Standing, she's standing next to me. Like, she's here. I'm like, dancing with she's you. She's dancing hello. with me. Like, hello. <laughs> like, she's here. Oh, yo, son. Like, are you talking to her? No, nigga. It's candy. Like, that's my... It's candy. Like, do you want to talk to her? Yes or no? Okay. And so, well, and so, and so, and so, wait, wait, until the end of the wait, 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 and so, and so I was like, all right, that's candy, but dudes are coming up to me and they're just like, yo, she got it. And I'm like, all right, I understand. I don't, you know, I get it. I get it. I totally I got it. So when I mean when I when when you say when you say what you're saying and I'm just like because you've seen it. I've seen it. You've seen it. and see you never told me that because we you and I had that whole like sitch that happened right that night right that we're not gonna talk about. No, no, <laughs> we're not gonna talk no. about because that was definitely. I was super wavy. And what's crazy? You want to know something funny? Is that like when I was in the shower before I came here, I was thinking about that shit. I was like, yo, like, that shit really happened. Yeah, dude. And that, and it just, like, you don't understand. Like, even though we spoke about it and we, 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 you know, hashed out that whole situation, like, you don't understand how fucked up my head was about it. Mm. Like, the inside, like, I went home and I was like, this nigga V is crazy. This nigga really said that shit. Yeah, he's crazy. And I and it was like I remember because I said to you, like, I'm not paying your ass no kind of attention right now because your ass <laughs> is fucked the hell up. So when you can say the same shit to me sober, then, then we'll we talk, can talk, talk about, about it. it. And you was like, I'm not drunk. I'm telling you what it is. And drunk as fuck. Right. <laughs> Drunk as fuck. Drunk as fuck. And I'm sitting here like, this nigga don't even know that his ass was drunk. Yeah. That yeah. shit is crazy. See, when people say like, V, you're a wild boy, it's like... This is one of those, those times. Yeah. Because I, like, first of all, I've never seen you drunk before. No, it's it's pretty interesting to watch. I, are you telling me? <laughs> My ass was sober the whole goddamn night and I watched you and I was just like, ay, ay, ay. This guy's crazy. This guy gets a litty. Lit. Yeah, he... <laughs> And it was just like that whole thing with Shorty, and it was just like mad awkward. awkward yeah. And I was like, oh my God. God. And then it was like she was driving you home. And I was I was surprised that she ain't give you shit. No, I got a whole lot of shit. Oh, I know. Cause I cause I would have tore your ass out that she, night if I was home. She she Yeah, she fucked me up. I would have too. That's my baby though. I I I I love that girl. That's my baby. That's always gonna be my baby. But she she gave me like Listen, sir. Listen, it was sir. I it was it, <laughs> I got a I got a lot. I got a lot. That night I got a lot of like Oh, so this is what you do. Okay, bitch motherfucker. Here's what, what the fuck is gonna go. And I'm like Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm saying cause I'm looking at it. In in a state like okay, I'm a woman, and I'm a woman first. Right. I don't give a fuck if I knew you or don't know you or right. kind of know you. I'm a woman first, and if a nigga ever 
lost his goddamn, goddamn mind. mind. Oh, I got a lot. When I tell you, like, I got a lot of flack, like... And thought to even... Like, I understand that you was under the influence, and you might have been feeling the kind of way, or whatever the case is. No, did, it didn't even matter. But it was super not okay with me no and I, I told you that yeah i told you that i yeah. was like i am not okay with the way that you treated that girl because i am a woman i am a woman first yep and i was not okay with how you did her when i mean i got like i got the flack of my life mm. i got the flack of good my life. you should have got that and some extra i did i got a little good. i got a little extra good i got a because little extra. i would you would not have been seeing me for a good month after that yeah if i was her you wouldn't have seen me for a good. You wouldn't have heard my voice. You wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't remember what the fuck I look like. Yeah, I got a. I got a. I got a. I got an earful. And I'm. I'm the type. I of got bitch. an earful. I got an armful. And then she gave me something to eat, and I got a stomach full of about a lot of shit. Yeah. And um. Yeah, she 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 gave it to me. Good. She gave it to me. I'm glad. That's because many. I that's... was re- I was ready to give it to you for her. <laughs> Because I was like, no, nigga, you don't do no shit like that. No, no. Not no, okay. No, but. And it was, it was, for me, knowing you for so long, it was disappointing. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. I was like, no, he did not. Yeah. I know that's not him. No. No, he, I'm like, he not really like that. No. He's not. I know he's not. And, and, and that's I want to believe that. And, 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 and that's the thing. I was, I was very, God. I was like, I don't want to have to fight him. I, but when I mean like, I was like. I was gone, kid. You ain't gotta tell me. I watched you the whole night. I was. First of all, gone. I got there late. Let's talk about that. I got there late. I was only there for like a good two, maybe three hours. You had already been there because yeah, I, I went to, I went to dig a dinner, digger. I went to dinner with some trash nigga. <laughs> I went to dinner with some trash nigga and had him carry me home and I took my car and drove and met you over there. Yeah. You had already been there. Fucking getting twisted. Twisted is not the word. And um If somebody if you breathe and somebody lit a match, your ass would have looked like a goddamn dragon. Yeah, I was that bad. I What? I, I totally agree. You were white girl wasted. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> And I remember when I, I had talked to Shorty about that. I remember she had, you know, we talked like very hard and heavy about um like my actions and shit like that. And I was just like, I had to look back. I was like, fuck. That's some wild ass shit. For sure. I'm a wild boy. It got so bad to the point. I was talking to a friend of mine last night about like, if you get a you're good text the next day after you finish partying, what you did that night was not fucking cool. Right. So my boy hits me up. He's like, look, yo, V, you good? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Nigga, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't know? And it was like, mm. then it was like a fucking laundry list of shit. And I'm just like. Because <sighs> I'm going to tell you words to everything. The moment that I stepped in that place, I was ready to go the fuck home. I'm going to tell you. Because Shorty was ready to fight. Everybody. Yeah, she was. She, yeah, yeah, she. Shorty was ready to fight. And I don't fight. I'm not a fighter. I'm too cute to fight. 
I don't fight. So I would have let her beat my ass and then I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Mama didn't raise no fool. I'm going to sit there in the fetal position. At least you're honest about that. I'm going to sit there in the fetal position and let her whoop my ass in front of everybody and have everybody in that bitch call me a pussy punk bitch motherfucker. And I'm going to call the whole goddamn police Mm. and it's going to be over. I don't fight. I don't fight. And Shorty was, I know she wanted to pop off on me. I know she did. I know she did because you upset her. You made her jealous. No, I wouldn't say that. I think, you know what it was? Her thing was, I have this party for you. And I planned this party for you. And you're violating the fuck out of me in my face. (laughs) And And I was like, and I was like, oh, it wasn't all that bad. Until one of my boys pulled me to the side, and it was a couple of days after, and this is when the You Good text turns into, yo, come meet me at my crib. I got to talk to you about some shit. And we sit there, we just, we're politicking, and we're, like, talking over whatever. And he, and he runs down, the, like, the laundry list, and he's like, dog, she's a valid piece, son. Chill. Like when I when now if he's telling me that this guy is like man whore times man whore. Mm. If he's telling me like relax, bro, you was fucking up, bro. Chill, please, for me. And let me tell you something. Nobody loves to stir up shit more than I do. I live for that. That shit make my pussy wet like a motherfucker. I lo- especially when I know a bitch don't like me, I love to stir up shit. Oh God, petty like that. Oh, mm. <laughs> that type of petty. Mm. That's like a warm hug from Jesus for me. Petty Labelle in this motherfucker, queen of petty. Me, me. I love. I love drumming up some shit, and because of the fact. That you are my friend. Mm. And don't... Let me tell you, this is how real it is. Is that you didn't have to come to me and tell me that that was who you was fucking with. You could even saw it. She didn't have to. Nobody in that goddamn bar had to. You want to know what told me? Mm. The way that she looked at me. That was all it took, Vince. The way that Shorty looked at me... When I greeted you was enough for me to say, oop, pissed on. Vince is pissed on. That's it. (laughs) Don't get too close. And that's why, because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drum up no shit. Number one, because I got a man at home waiting on me. I ain't worried about you. Number two, you my boy. You invited me. Yeah. You, You specifically told me to come. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like some shit where I just found out and popped up. Yeah. Nigga, you literally called my phone and texted my phone the address to this place yeah. and told me slide through. So I know that I'm wanted by you there. Yeah. But the moment that I stepped in, because I remember what I had on. I remember everything. I had on my colorful little tight something something with my yes. heels on. Yes, yep. sir. Yep. Yes, sir. And Yep. I remember that. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I remember And the how- moment that I said like this to you. That look was all you needed to see. 
She gave me daggers. And I was like, oh, pissed on. All right. That means that I'm going to stay to myself for the whole fucking night. This nigga better stay far away from me. And you didn't. <laughs> and you didn't. And I was just like, this nigga is about to get me and him both beat the fuck up in this bitch. And yeah. I don't think he realizes that shorty is ready to like what made it worse was it was like like what made it worse was she i remember she was just saying like you danced with every bitch in that place like i am a fucking joke and i'm like yeah but it's a dance she's like not the fucking way you're a fucking dance and i'm like i can second that i can second that because there was a point where you had me pinned up against one of the walls yeah I was wilding. Yeah. I had a good time. And fuck that. It's your birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. Fuck that. It's your birthday. Perfect. Have a good fucking time. But it would but 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 don't do that the, in front at, of no not shorty. Not at the expense no, of not in front of no shorty that you know is not gonna be fucking, fucking down, down with, with that. that. Yeah. Cause I'm a different type of bitch. Yeah. If, if you wanna go if you wanna birthday, go left, yeah. If you wanna go left, we can go left. If it's no, but it's, if it's my man's birthday and I throw him a something, something, and he take a look of wine on something, what's the matter with that? Yeah. Give a fuck. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I already know that I'm going home with the nigga and I'm about to go ride this nigga dick into oblivion. And I tried to explain that to her. And she just was not having one ounce, ounce of, of that. It. Nah, she not. Because you know what it is, is Shorty was in her feelings. Yeah. She was in her feelings. And did y'all have a title at the time? We were getting very close to that. Okay, that's why. It's because she, in her head, she already got the goddamn title. Yeah. She already got the shit. She done made her way and earned that bitch. That she And did. it was like, and she still, you and she, snatched it from her. Yeah, and she, and, 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 and truth be told, she still has the title. Truth be go. told, that's, you know, that, you know, that's my woman. I care about her. Um, I love her. And I would, I wouldn't do anything to kind of, to, to jeopardize what we have. Um, she's made her way. I think in that point in time, in, the, in 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 that diaphragm of our relationship, I think the way that I acted was like, I should have just put her, I should have thought about her and how she was feeling. But in my mind, I'm like, well, you know, shit, if we haven't had a title, then it's like, it's free range. It's free reign. But, but, see, but, but you I'm know saying. what? Some people don't see that. Some people are right. just like, all right, you haven't given me a title, but... You've done this with me, that, that with me, me, this with me, that with me, this with me, and that with me. That means basically, basically I got the title. I got and the title. And this is what I'm trying to say is that she already in her head was your girl. Yeah, man. Because I, I asked you that shit when the whole thing popped off. I said to you, is that your girl? And I, and I clearly said. And you said, said to me, no. no. And I wasn't and lying. And technicality, you're right. She wasn't your girl. No. But let her tell it. She's like, shit. I see this man. I know this guy. This guy knows my family. I know his family. That's my man. We basically that's that's right. my boo. That's my man. That's my man. And I and, and, and you know that was why, like I said, once she gave me daggers, I already knew what it was. I'm a woman. I speak woman, and she don't gotta open up her mouth to me to speak. <laughs> 
People don't understand that body language speaks volumes. Somebody could say some shit to you and they ain't got to open their fucking mouth. That's a fucking fact. And Shorty, she gave me every sign that this, I needed to know. This is my property. Don't fuck with it. And I was like, Shorty, you got it. I got a whole dick at home waiting for me. I ain't paying yours no kind of attention. You could have that. I'm good. My dick at home. There's just my friend. He asked me to come support his birthday. I'm not on no funny shit. Yeah, nah. She's um, and the thing about the thing about with her is that um, we worked really hard. I, I in our relationship in a way where it's like she gets to understand me. I get to understand her, and um, we talked a lot. She had a lot of like ideas about what a relationship is supposed to mean. And I get them. But she had to understand that I'm too much of a free spirit. Mm-hmm. My, I mean, like, the way that I, I give... I'm, I'm very much of a romantic partner. And I can be extremely loyal. Right. Even loyal to a fault. Right. Which is, which is even worse than just being loyal. Loyal, right. But my thing was, she got to understand that I'm so much of a free spirit. The minute I realized, like, oh, there's no... You sure there's no title? I'm doing me, honey. I'm doing me. I could care less. I'm going to do this and that and this and that. And I had to, she had to sit me down and let me know, like, there's more to this than just how you feel and what a title is. It's about how I feel. Right. And that had me make, that had me do a lot of growing up. And I was just like, damn, like, if I already take this woman seriously enough, like, let me not be a cunt. Right. Just just for a little bit. Just a little bit. Maybe yeah. I could be half of a cunt. But right. I'm like... Cunt when necessary. But I can be... That's the thing. I can be a cunt when necessary. And see, I'm learning now to, to be more of a cunt. <laughs> like, I'm giving myself lessons on how to be more of a cunt. Because I'm oh God, so I could put, nice. I could put you in the school, man. I need I need enrollment like immediately because because like my whole thing is that I'm so fucking nice for what exactly and see there's a for di- what there's a difference between being a bitch twenty four seven and then being nice right. right so like when people are just bitchy that doesn't invite people in nobody likes a bitch right but not being nice is about having boundaries right the word no goes miles long Mm -hmm. just saying no hey do you mind if i could um borrow 40 bucks because of no um damn yo my shorty wilding now and then i just really need to sit down and talk to somebody no no (laughs) no no just say no see i've learned that no it's very simple why why you know i'm saying i'm always here for you you know what i mean I didn't ask you to be here for me. No. And then you let them know you're invading. What you're trying to do is fuck up my happiness. Right. You're 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 disturbing my peace. You're disturbing my peace. And it's not that it's a tit for tat thing. It's genuinely. I just can't, nigga. No. Right. It's taxing. Yo, my can ass. I have some money? Yo, shit. It's hard, baby mama. And... It's hard for me too, motherfucker. No. No. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> Do you have responsibilities? Yes. Guess what I have? Responsibilities. Right. No. <laughs> no. Set a boundary. I've There's a book you need to read. It's called me. No More Mr. Nice Guy. Okay. And it's a book about how men should stop being nice and just be assertive. And the thing about nice guys is that nice guys usually, and I know nice guys, they usually feel entitled to pussy mm. because they're nice. Because they're nice, right? No. <laughs> I really you're not in- recording right now. <laughs> the way that you're we're recording this. We're recording this right now. It's all live. Saying the video. I wish they, they would see you putting your face no. on the mic when you're saying no. Because you're nice. That does not mean you're entitled to to pussy. Not to anything. You're not entitled to anything. Because you have a great job and benefits, guess what that means? It just means you have a great job and benefits. You're not entitled to pussy. You're not entitled to anything. You're not even... And and God forbid you be entitled to subservient pussy. (gasps) Oh, Lordy. No. Mm. No. Mm. No. No. You know what you got to be the entitled for subservient pussy? You have to be someone that da, 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 she wants to serve. Amen. No. Because I'm telling. Oh, my God. You just spoke to my whole soul. No. You just spoke to my whole submissive soul. People don't understand. No, they don't get that. People don't understand. You want a subservient woman you need to be somebody that she wants to be subservient to. to. You need to earn that. It's not something that you're entitled to. It's not something that you can force her into. She has to want that shit. She has to want to bow down to you. She has to want to be submissive to you. Yeah. I had that conversation with my play partner. Because he, his idea of dominance is being bossy. No, it's not. No, no. And I had to tell because, but I can't be mad at him because he's never dealt with alpha females. I'm not, but the thing is that I'm not an alpha female. But has he ever dealt with alpha females? I don't think so. Now, see, alpha. I think that he has dealt with females who are insecure, and I'll tell you why. Because of the way that he behaves, and it's it it's almost as if okay, you know what's a good example? Mm-hmm. You see the the level of arrogance that Kanye West has, yeah, where definitely. like you know my presence is a presence kind of situation. That's this nigga. Like I told you earlier, oh, that's unattractive. His, I don't have time for that. His level of self-importance is just out of this world. Yeah, that's unattractive. I've never in my 29 years of life ever met someone who thinks in his head that he is just like the cat's meow. Right. I don't know. But... It, it And it comes to a point where I, I get ready to tell him, like, nigga, you ain't shit for real. Right. But I'm like, I'm not even going to be the one to humble you. No. I don't want to do it. I want somebody else to do it. No, burst the bubble. You want to know why I say burst the bubble? 
because if he if he respects you enough words from you oh, that's good. yeah that, that one's beautiful mm-hmm. words from you mean more than words from someone that he doesn't but, respect but that's the thing is that he doesn't respect me oh so then it's got to be a bro so that I'm respects not, him right I'm not going to waste my breath because I know when somebody respects me I know that I know that you respect me wholeheartedly exactly I don't doubt that for a minute. I don't wake up questioning whether or not Vince respects me. I know that Vince respects me. Yeah. But this man in particular, I know he doesn't have respect for me because he doesn't really have respect for much of anyone other than himself, which is what I'm saying. His level of self-importance is, I've never seen anything like it. Just like his... Maybe he needs to get punched in the face. I don't... You know, sometimes I think that I really do. Sometimes I think that somebody just needs to knock him on his ass one good time. And maybe he'll shut the hell up. Yeah. Because, like, literally, literally. And and I I hate to bring up Zodiacs in the conversation. But I think that his Zodiac, for me personally, on a personal level, has a lot to deal with where his self importance comes from. What is he? He's a Leo. Oh, God. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. My my best friend's a Leo, but he's not like he's not that prideful. He can be he's not stubborn, but when he's kinda gets in his whole Leo bag, it's more like ill nigga Calm down. Calm you know what I mean? It's like, just more relax. like shut the fuck up. Right. And see <laughs> like nobody wants now, to deal with that. Shut the fuck right. up. And see now my whole thing is Excuse me, is he's not that kind of person where it's just like, hush your mouth. He's literally somebody that you just want to tell, like, genuine, like, like my shut nigga, the shut fuck the fuck, fuck up. up. It's a lot. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody knows you. You're not famous. You don't got shit. You ain't shit. Like, and these are the things that run through my head when we're talking. And it's horrible because I feel bad. I hate to feel that way about anybody, but he's literally just that kind of person that when he's talking, it's literally just like, oh my God, like why, why can't you just stop? And, 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 and it's like, I've noticed that all the Leos or most of them anyway, that I have dealt with in some kind of intimate capacity are that way. Oh, wow. Like three of them, three out of like the five that I've dealt dealt with with are exactly the same. Yeah, man. And he, and he swears up and down that I don't know. Cause he's like, oh, I'm not like, eh, eh, eh." and I'm like, my nigga, you are exactly like, "Eh, Eh, eh, eh." they don't realize it. They they don't realize that they, they, them themselves. I, I think people in genuine People genuinely don't realize them themselves are the, they are the problem that they create. Create, yeah. Like, for example, I was recently, up until maybe like end of July into August, dealing with an ex. 
me and him had always kind of had chemistry throughout the years. We broke up ages ago. He had like a full on like long term relationship. They broke it off, whatever. Me and him still remained friends okay. and whatever else. And, you know, he moved back into New York and he literally lives up the street from where I'm currently living. And it's like, you know, me and him started to kind of deal with each other on some shit, you know, he would come over. Like, my mother is in love with him, you know, because he's been a part of the family for years. And whatever. You know, we're dealing with each other. He knows about my lifestyle. He knows that I go to these events, all this other stuff. And um, part of my problem with him was the exact same issue where it was just, like, everything came back to him. Like, mm. conversations just took full-on 360-degree turns right back into him and what he's doing and his life and what's happening with him. And it, and his degree of self-importance wasn't as high as the one that I'm dealing with now, but there was a degree of self-importance. And I'm not saying that it's bad to value yourself as a human being, but it starts to come off as almost arrogant in a way like you're like this person that fucking wants an arrogant dude right it's unattractive damn that nigga that's so fucking unsexy it's it is super unsexy and so it'll be like he like legit he'll be talking to me and my mind is in the cosmos floating right because he's just it's just jargon it's just jargon and I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I hate it when a bitch is full of herself and she talks to you about like her being full of herself and it's just like, you know what? I'm pretty, I can understand why you probably deal with it like old buddy because it's just be like, why they're talking just to be like, look, you're going to eat this pussy or not. Because I really want to, because when, when a girl talks about right. herself, I'd be like, yo. You want to suck it or not? You want to suck it or not? Because it's like, if you're not. Because if not, then go home. home. Like, <laughs> and see, this is why we're friends, Monica. Because, like, honestly, because, <laughs> like, honestly, like, I'm a female, like, fully, like, anatomically, like, emotional. I'm a female, but I'm a nigga. Like, I'm a nigga. Like, like Listen, we won't fuck, fuck but we or not, not. We not fucking that. You can go home, because when like, you I got a whole hand. Like look, I'm busy. Look, if you're gonna sit there and tell me about the three hours that we're spending, how many women are hating on you because of what you bought and how many bags you have? Don't care. I'm genuinely going to ask you. Look, let's be honest. Did you right? come here for therapy or you came here to get dick? Did you come here to get dick? Are you gonna suck this dick because it's it? I can't suck it myself. If I could suck then it myself, then there'd be no reason for you to. You be here. would not be here. If I could suck my own dick, you wouldn't be here. I'm telling. Listen, <laughs> listen. The amount of nights I said to myself, "Why didn't my parents let me become a gymnast?" If I can do this shit by myself, if I could eat my own oh, pussy, I'd have no use. I have for the no have race. no use for. You. I would leave you alone. I wouldn't have any use for you. But I can't. So can so, you do it? Can please? you do it? You have more shit to get off Uber. Right. Your Uber's downstairs. Your Uber's outside. <laughs> you got to hit them with the Capri. Your like, Uber's your Uber's outside. outside. Your Uber's outside. Because I don't have time for you. I don't. And so, like, with him, like I said, it was just, like, always a 360 conversation right back into, like, his aspirations and what he wants to accomplish and what he wants to do and da 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 
And he just, there was a point where I was like, oh my God, like he takes himself so seriously. Like I can't do this because I'm not like that. Like I know when to take myself seriously. Like if we're in the middle of a board meeting or something, but if me and you are literally just like having a fucking stroll through the park, if I see a Volkswagen, I'm going to punch you. And I'm going to say, punch buggy red, no punch back, got my license. And I'm going to expect you to fucking laugh because that shit is funny. funny. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) BTW, side note, I am the queen of punch buggy. No, not better. I know somebody better than you. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. My, 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 my daughter figure, shout out to Brianna. She spots punch buggy. She spots she spots buggies, my, like literally feet away, blocks away, blocks away. She just punch buggy no less. I'm da, like da, da, da. that. And I'm just like, I get caught up driving, and she's and she, I'm telling you that she has this the most adorable laugh. She laughs, and I'm just like, I can't even hit the asshole back if I want to. Right. That's me. That's what I'm telling even you. Even if she I'm never said no punch queen. back, no nothing, I've been like. Whatever. Fuck. Asshole. Fuck you in the punch. Yeah, party. right. And I'm just, I let it go. But <laughs> let me um, tell you something. My ex, he used to get caught on a daily. One time, I have a record. I hit him three times in five minutes. Damn. I'm telling you, I'm the queen of punch buggy. I'm the queen of punch buggy. I, you know what I would want to do? I would want to. I would want to have a video camera. I just drive around, and I put you two in the back. And we just drive around all of New York City and just see how many punch buggies we can get. That'll be dope. I'm so down <laughs> for that. That shit would be hilarious. Yo, and I'm just sitting there just like, look, this is punch buggy queen one, punch buggy queen two. We're going to see who can beat the other who. And just dri- I would drive around. I would literally spend $150 on gas <laughs> just, just to, to drive, just to see it happen. Just like... <laughs> Bang, just summertime. like a good time. We'll do it during the yeah, summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do yeah. it during the summertime. I'm we can down have music blasting and I'm everybody just that. chilling, just people just punching each other. I'm that shit down is hilarious. For that because I'm telling you, I'm the punch baggy queen. And this nigga takes all the fun out of that. He's like, why the fuck did you punch me? It's not I don't like that. abusive relationships. This it's, is unattractive. Why are you hitting me like this? <laughs> he doesn't even go that route. My mom, you hit me like <laughs> You stupid. He doesn't even go that route. Uh-huh. Like, he'll be... Because always when he's talking, like I said, it's always this conversation about his goals and his aspirations and what he wants to do, whatever. Yeah, nigga and we'll be yeah. walking in the street, I'll be like, punch back, black, no punch back, got my license. Yeah. And he'll be like, yeah, so I would say... Like, he'll just, like, completely disregard that I'm trying to have fun. It's corny. Fun. Yeah, some people... Some people are just like, um... <clears throat> they don't take their... They don't take themselves out of the situation and just enjoy the enjoy moment. a moment and i feel like that's so strange for him because he smokes like a shit ton of weed and does shrooms and lsd i'm like if anything he only you did, he, should be like and he only does that to try to assimilate to be like people see people i think people when they take drugs and shit like that like i think there are two groups of people there are people who take drugs and they want to go on trips there are people who take drugs and they want to go on trips with other people to avoid other people going on trips looking at them weird. <laughs> they don't want to go on trips by themselves. They don't want to go on trips. They're, they're like, oh, where are we going? Okay. You're going to go and you're going to go. You're going to go. 
All right, fine. Fuck it, I'll go. Fuck it, I'll go. But no, but he's not like that because all of his experiences, for the most part, have been him solo dolo. Like, his trip on shrooms was by himself. His first trip on LSD was by himself. I would never do those drugs by myself. You're not supposed to. He did. He does them on his own for clairvoyancy. He likes you take LSD it. for clairvoyancy. He uses it as a tool to guide him through life. I can understand. Has he done DMT? I don't know. Should um, ask him. I, I don't pretty, speak to him no more. I put it. I was. I was gonna say like. I don't it, speak to him no more. If the guy does fucking LSD, I'm like. But that shit don't do nothing no, for it real. It just makes you, I took it with him before. It makes you wanna. It makes you horny as fuck, and it makes you wanna fuck all day. That didn't even do that for me neither. It just made things look real pretty. Nah, man. LSD makes you... Well... It didn't do that for LSD me LSD makes all. you want to fuck. Well, LSD. I always want to fuck, so maybe that's why that didn't work on me. Because I'm, I'm a little horny bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> L- my thing sorry. Is, my thing is LSD... I'm going to have a drug episode. LSD never makes me want to... um. It never makes you want to fuck. It makes you want to, um... Well, no, LSD makes you want to fuck. Shrooms is just a trip. Right. Molly, I haven't done. I ain't doing nothing else. LSD was as far as you want to get me to fucking go. He was like, you should do shrooms. It would help you. Now, shrooms help. I'm good. No, shrooms are good. You know what DMT, it is, though? DMT is going to help you find yourself, though. You know what it is, though, is that I'm super paranoid. So I don't want to even be bothered. Yeah, if you're if you're mu- it's if you're, not. I'm gonna have a bad trip. Yeah, if your I'm mental state is ha- if right. your mental state is not good, it's right? Be and really mine bad. ain't. I'm gonna have a bad trip. I already know myself. I had a bad trip off of weed. I took an edible and almost died, nigga. Yeah, edibles will fuck you up with. Oh my god! I remember the first time I took an edible. I had my ex, and um, it was it was at first it was glorious and then it got really bad and I told her I was like yo I'm, I had an edible and I ate it and whatever. My homegirl told me she brought this shit from DC. She was like, look, don't eat this whole brownie. I was like, man, this bitch don't know shit. She's like, look, if you eat this brownie, brownie gonna fuck you up. I'm like, man, I'm like, man, ate the brownie. And she bought me another one. She was like, look, don't eat the second brownie. And I'm hungry as hell. Oh, like, man, that should have been your first indication, my nigga. She looked at me and she told me eye to eye, Vincent, please do not eat. She said, please. This broad never says please a day in her life. She said, please. Because she didn't want you to die, nigga. She said, don't eat the brownie. <laughs> I was sitting in the car. Ate the fucking brownie. She went to go meet a friend of hers. And she's like, just drop me off right here. I'm going to come back in five minutes. I'm hungry. Ate the brownie. You dumbass. <laughs> Three hours later, I'm like, this shit is whack. Six hours later, this shit is whack. My ex comes over. We start having crazy sex. And I mean, like, I'm having I feel this woman's orgasm. And I'm like, yo, this is the greatest shit ever. I'm like, yo, I can't be tripping. Next thing you know, I just feel my heart. And I'm like, yo, I see colors. I see shapes. I see shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? I call my boy. I'm like, bro, I'm going to call you right now. I'm about to die off of this fucking edible shit. I need you to come save me. This bitch was like, come over. I come over his house. He said, yo, here goes some water. You can ride this shit out. I drank a gallon of water. I was peeing 
from 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. In the morning, I had the horrible trip off of two edibles. This bitch calls me the day after. She's like, yo, you good? I'm like, bitch, I'm hungry as fuck and I'm high as hell and I want to go to IHOP. Me and all my boys and her, we went to IHOP. We were eating IHOP like fucking zombies. I missed pancakes in my mouth four times and I just let the shit drop. The shit's in my lap. I look dead. I look at her. She's dead. I look at my boy. He's not even here. This nigga's looking at grits and he's like... Yo, I'm looking at my life and I made way too many mistakes. And I'm like, nigga, Grits is telling you this? Grits? Grits. Grits. You don't even eat Grits. Grits? Candy, tell the people where they can find you on social media. He doesn't even eat Grits. He looked at a bowl of grits and realized, I've been a fuck up for two years. I need to get my shit together. This, he literally looks at me. He's like, I don't even know what I'm doing with my life anymore. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Tell people they can find you out on social media. Okay, so um, my Facebook Grits. is Candy, C-A-N-D-I-G-O-R-D-O-N, Candy Gordon. My Instagram is Y-O-U-R underscore I-C-A-N-D-I, your eye candy. Uh, my Snapchat is the same. And that's pretty much all my social media. And guys, <laughs> I am your host, Video Only Letter. We're going to conclude another episode of the Oza Sexy Podcast. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of this experience. And as always, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to the All That Sexy Podcast. Again, I think I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it. Well, it doesn't matter. You guys love me anyway. You can find me on all social media platforms at V-T-H-E-O-N-L-Y-L-E-T-T-E-R on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You already know all that shit. You can also follow the podcast on the same social media platforms and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes, new insight, new intellect, and of course, new debauchery on SoundCloud. Links will be posted to all respective platforms. I love you all from the middle of my heart, like right at the left atrium, like in that little area. That's where I love you Please like, share, and subscribe. And remember, stay sexy. You don't want to waste one. Girl, you know you got the remedy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And baby, you and I make synergy, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I can see it in your eyes, ooh, shorty, I can see it in your eyes.